An old adage states that birds of a feather flock together, and I feel that that rings true for those of us who are the Seahawks faithful. Tucked away in the geographically isolated region of the Pacific Northwest that is often dismissed as South Alaska by the national sports media, not a lot of attention or credence is given to our Seattle franchises. Given the lack of discussion of our teams, the people of the Pacific Northwest, those of us of blue and green plumage, band together to create thoughtful analysis of our beloved Seahawks. This is Hawks of a Feather, and these discussions will chronicle the trials, tribulations, and hopefully the exaltations of our favorite team. Hawks of a Feather, as always, I'm Zach, I'm Tay Rob, and we're bringing you some more postseason talk. Off-season talk. Off-season talk, yeah, I guess it's still postseason, technically. It's post Technically, it's post- water it's is it's wet. It's post-A season. Post-A season. We're in the midst of... I mean, we're in the 2013 postseason, we're in the 20, uh, 20, like 2007 postseason. I don't know why people don't phrase it that way. Yeah. People should start saying, oh yeah, we're in the 2014 postseason. I mean, you're not wrong. Exactly. You're not That's, you're not I, you're not as right as you could be, but you're not wrong. <laughs> you know what? In this day and age, that's all that matters. That's you're not as win. wrong as you could be. In 2017, mm-hmm. that's a put, put that one in the W column. Yeah, it is. You know what? Cuz a lot of things are wrong these days. Just straight up wrong. So if you're if you're like If you're kind of right, that's, that's all that matters. That's all that matters. Alternative facts. Fake news. Fake news. So what should we God, there's, I can't there's, wait till we get there's, labeled that. What? That'll be a proud day when we're get late, when we get labeled fake news. Oh, I, yeah, it's an honor. <laughs> I, well, I hope YouTube makes like a plaque for that. I saw that they <laughs> made the silver play button for like when you get a thousand subscribers or like a, a million subscribers or something like that. Hmm. You know, they should make a, a a plaque for fake news. Yeah, uh, yeah, for fake news being the fakest of the news. Satire. Yep. For the people who can't understand what satire is. Satire is an art. I mean, it's not even like that's not even what's labeled fake news anymore. It's not just the Daily Show. Or oh Bill no, Maher. yeah, yeah. It's like sometimes credible. This is <laughs> it's this like is CNN. politics of a feather. Yeah. Welcome to politics of a feather. We're here to talk to you about the the world's economy and the ups and downs of the stock markets, Lady Justice, mm-hmm. things like that. We're definitely going to talk about the midterm race we're in uh, Delaware. Talk, uh, we're going to definitely talk about yeah that that's hot. I can name both of the candidates. I can name all six. Back to Hawks of a Feather. <laughs> Back to football. Back to football. What is the news for the Hawks in this day and age? What uh, do we got? There's the, is there, there's no thing. There's there's a couple roster moves. We're about to start up rookie minicamp, so that's more up. of personnel stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got some moves. Yeah. Uh, the Seahawks just signed uh, uh, running back from the 49ers. Really? Ooh, that's one of the few things I didn't look up in preparation. I did a lot of show prep okay. today, but I did, you did not so. Do this I'm one. so proud of you. You did so much. Uh, you have it written down and everything. It's right list. here on all the papers. Yep. It's got words on it. There's asterisks to to pivot where like a new idea is and another idea. Show prep. Show prep game. One hundred. So this running back. Still no, looking. still looks. Still looking. I thought I could buy you some time. You did here. what you could. I did you my did best. What you could. You but fucking performed noble, nobly, Ginobili. Mono Ginobili. Yeah. yeah, and that is very noble. That's super noble. Yeah, all ball. That's that. That's that refuse to lose attitude. Right oh there. yes, I also always re- refuse to retire. Exactly. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be in the game till I'm sixty. I'm gonna play forever. 
forever. Still can't find it. Damn. It's just I it, I would give up. Like gone. How do you how do you get so far into Google and not find it? I don't know. Everything's wrong with the world. Maybe we shouldn't have gone down this avenue. I think we'd back up. We need to rock back from Electric Avenue. Oh, that's his name. Electric Avenue. Yeah. Running back. Yeah. From Tennessee. Yep. Uh, but yeah, just another camp body. I mean, another it's real, camp body. I mean, like I'm not. We're stacked on running on backs. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, it's it's fake news. Pretty much, just another guy. Maybe you have to stash him on the practice squad. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then David Bass. We signed David Bass. We went bass fishing. Cut eight players. Eight players who got cut. Uh, the most notable would be Parish. Name Cox. them and their children. I uh, Parish Cox. Parish Cox. Yeah. Cut. Cut him. Cut him. Which is fine. I'm not a big Parish Cox fan. Well, yeah. Uh, he came over from somewhere. Uh, he's played in a couple places. I think he played in Baltimore. He's played for San Fran a time or two. Oh, yeah. He's bounced around between San Fran and Seattle a lot. That's hard for football to be a journeyman like that. Journeyman only really lasts as a QB because you have some sort of skill. But like, mm. if you bounce around to two, demand. if you bounce around to two or three different teams, there's someone's like, there's probably something wrong with you. Yeah, it's not the system. It's it's the player. Yeah, it's not like baseball where you no, guys baseball have, everybody. You've got guys that are mercs. They just go cash out on those like big money one year deals and then just keep keep the ball rolling because yeah. their agents can can make it happen. Yeah, they just or turn them and burn them. Basketball too. Yeah, a lot of mercenaries. Yeah, but teams just always are in need of somebody. Mm-hmm. So you're not if unless you have a unless you have some franchise actual player. Mm-hmm. Even then, I mean, like LeBron left Cleveland. He did, but he, he went came back. back. He went back, but he left. Very rarely do you have like a career, That's a weird guy anymore. Yeah. You've got some. I feel like Damian Lillard might hang out as and be like a, a career basketballer. Some, mm-hmm. There are some players that just do hang out. It's for true. Like the, it's very rare. It's very mm-hmm. rare in a lot of sports. I yeah. mean, aside from football where you got the quarterback. If you find your quarterback, you handcuff yourself mm-hmm. to it for, for life. You're riding but, that one straight oh, into the ground. You're right. Yeah. You're Tom Brading that right off the cliff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but with yeah, with basketball, anything like Jordan. I mean, if you don't count him coming back to play for the Wizards, he's pretty much career bowl. He's kind of he's kind of without sin because he came back the first time and played for the Bulls. Yeah, immediately mm-hmm. wore the four or five. Yeah, but when he came back again, you're like, yeah, he got he he gets to do it a different way. Mm-hmm. He gets to have that that uh, Ken Griffey Jr. goes to play for the for the Reds and then comes back to Seattle. Kind of short thing. stop in Chicago. It was actually a ten year stop. But have you seen the plaques? Yeah. Damn. Oh, well, he played in. Uh, he played for Cincinnati, then he went to Chicago. Yeah, yeah. as a White Sox. I re- I know it was a ten year gap, but like I thought he spent most of that time in Cincinnati. He did. He played yeah. like six or seven. Yeah. Then two with with the other with, with the Chicago. whites with the whites mm-hmm. the White Sox White Sox. And then he came back. Prodigal son came home. Came back. We brought him back. Um, where, where were we going with that? Um, we're talking about like franchise players now. Franchise players. Them. So Parrish Cox leaving. Oh yeah, Parrish um, Cox Sayonara. as a bit of a journeyman. And speaking of NFL journeyman, uh, Sayonara and happy trails to Justin Forsett, who announces oh, retirement. Did we talk about Cutler too? Uh, we have not. Forsett, I I feel like he did have another season. In him didn't he just like he did, and he even felt like he had another season in him. Uh, it's just that he had bounced around from uh, yeah, started in Seattle, 
Seattle, then he went to Detroit, uh-huh. or from Seattle to Houston, Houston to Detroit, yeah. Detroit to Baltimore, yeah. Baltimore to Chicago. And he said what the final straw for him was was the fact like he knew this was going to be kind of the rest of his career. He's getting bounced around, yeah. done all right for himself. And uh, his wife and two kids, like his pregnant wife and his two kids, had to drive from Baltimore to Chicago in the middle of a snowstorm oh. after he had like, been signed as a free agent after being cut. Well, they didn't have to move like immediately, did they? Eh, they wanted to keep the family together. Hey, family. Fam- family. Yeah. So he was like, yeah, you know what? Like, I don't need to keep doing this for another mm-hmm. two years, going to like another four teams. Yeah. And like keep moving my family around just for, you know, extra mill or so. Plus, he's an inventor. So he's got uh, he's got that going for him. He's got the shower pill going for him the shower pill it's a uh it's like an after practice like scrubbing towel that uh, you can do in lieu of a shower so it helps prevent like fungal bacterial like spinal like spiral meningitis oh okay um yeah crafty boy it's it's getting pretty big a lot of guys in like all three of the big leagues are using it and endorsing it nice so he's got he's got post career plans. He was one of those smart guys that like had had a thing and already yeah. had it going yeah. by the time he hung him up. Yeah, there, it's good when people use their money wisely, mm. invest it rather than you know Shaq owns like a thousand Carl's Juniors or something like that. That's yeah. No, I mean it's not really a thousand. But I mean Peyton Manning has 40, 40 Papa Johns. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Food. Invest in food. People are always going to be. Which eating. actually, that's not like the safest investment. That's like how a lot of players go broke. What is bar- and just opening up bars and restaurants? Oh, well, yeah, like one offs to like buy into a chains. franchise. Yeah, what? Like even franchises, like it's risky. Got to have good. You have to have decent business. You have low overhead in, in restaurants. Hmm. That's why uh, I think Sydney Rice owns some wing stops yeah. in the area. Yeah, I think Sherman owns like a wing stop or two now. Yeah, love so. wings, man. Yeah, if, if only there was one closer to me. A good wing joint. Yeah. That's that's one thing Mount Vernon, like like North Snohomish and uh and yeah. Skagit County is missing. We we make up for it with tacos and teriyaki. Yeah, we've got and and ro- like shout out to Rashawadi, the Thai joint. Oh, very good. Like we got we got most of your bases covered. We're lacking a real good We got pizza your first joint. base, your second base covered, third base. We got like we got like a mediocre pizza joint in Jet City. Yeah. We got your sh- like shit tier pizza with Pizza Hut, yeah. Domino's, Round Table. Yeah, your classic shit tier. We're missing that like top tier pizza joint that also delivers like your Pagliacci's. Oh yeah. Or cuisine, like fancy, yeah. fancy boy stuff. Yeah, like good delivery um for pizza. That's like we're missing that like third tier and we just don't have like we don't have a wing place at all yeah it's a shame so send help please sos oh someone open a good chicken restaurant in north oh man or every time you reference chicken i'm just thinking about that vagabond oh yeah i mean we got a food truck we got one food truck holding it down shout out to vagabond shout out to vagabond um open a restaurant please get yourself next to my house brick and mortar dude uh and so that's kind of it for like the big free agent. <laughs> that was a terrible it transition. Was. It was. You all were right, so nervous. Right. You were leg rubbing and everything. I just yeah, just I, flow I had to, like, with figure it. Out where the hell I was with it? Um, okay, reset. Are you time coding too? Are you time coding? Oh, nice, nice. cool. Thanks. Anyway, uh, David Bass pick up. Started with the uh, started with the Oakland Raiders, then moved to the Titans. Oh yeah, we're talking about Bass now. We're yeah, the Bass. We're fish. Bass fishing. 
Okay. And uh, decent pickup. Someone that, you know, isn't going like, to be a surprise in camp. He's a defensive end, pass rusher. Why do we have so many ends? Because you can't have too many. <laughs> that's the what. That's what the Seahawks have determined this offseason is like they want to go back to what helped win them the Super Bowl in 2013. And a big part of that was you had like being two dicks whole, on the end, two whole defensive lines. S- <laughs> no, you did. You had like your run package, which was uh, Chris Clemens. Is this Red abnormal Ryan. for the game? Do do people play like every down as a tackle, as an end? Yeah, or hot are, players do. No, no, no. Well, but like you have a lot of platoons in the NFL. Like, do run, you? Like you have first, second down defensive line, and okay. then you got your as the Seahawks called theirs the NASCAR package. NASCAR, because room, 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 baby. Yeah, which in that them days consisted of Cliff Averill, yeah, uh, Michael Bennett, yep, Brandon Meebane, yep. Bruce Irvin, yep, the power team. Mm-hmm. Then you had Chris Clemens, Red Bryant, yep. Brandon Meebane, yep. and Tony McDaniel. <sighs> That was, your, that, was, that was your run stuffers, them big boys. Them big boys. Them big boys. So Bass, he's an end. Do yep. you feel like he's going to make it into games? What's his level here? Uh, I Where's his ceiling? really see him being. Where do we get him from? What's his mother like? His floor is he'll be a guy that's just a camp body. His ceiling, uh, Benson Mayoa type, okay. who was with the Seahawks that year, yeah. ended up being kind of him and O'Brien Schofield yeah. were like the rotational guys. Yeah. Uh even more so than Bennett and Averill those them years. Yeah. Them years, them boys. Them boys, them years. Can't can't manufacture lightning. Pretty much David Bass is like he's competition for Cassius Marsh. Cassius Marsh on that last year of the rookie deal. Uh they're hoping he can kind of keep going, keep the keep the development along. And, you know, I gotta say like from a personal standpoint, rooting for Cassius Marsh. Oh yeah, huge Magic the Gathering player. That's kind of a big. Story <laughs> I'm a huge '91 him. fan. You like the number '91. Mm-hmm. I like Magic the so Gathering. Let's so let's focus all of our energy you, into Marsh. Marsh. Yeah. Sorry, Bass, but oh, and he is tatted up too. He does. He's got he's got Magic the Gathering tattoos. Oh, of course he does. He's got all the the various land types. He he rocks the number '91 mm-hmm. like it's like like it's yep. He does probably good job. also born in '91 if I had to guess. I would. I would guess too, because yeah. we're at that age where it's like people are hitting their second deal at mm. our age. Yeah, that's really it was. It was a yeah, yeah. it was a tough moment for me when I realized, oh, oh, they're younger than me and they're getting mm. drafted in the NFL, yeah. making six digits. Yeah, I think uh, like Sherman Thomas and Russell Wilson are like less than six months older than I am. Yeah, they're <laughs> just barely older than me. Like yeah. I was celebrating my twenty third birthday while sherman was celebrating his 25th yeah and i've been just barely celebrating my 25th yeah so it's (laughs) it's crazy when they start becoming your age yeah and they're millionaires and now there's like baseball for for years baseball (laughs) players like oh trout and harper when they came to the league and they're just busting ding like trout makes the most money for anybody at at younger than me yeah oh Trout's I hate him so much. Trout's like what twenty four. He's a running thumb. I hate him so much. Yep. I hate that. I hate that team. That's why I got a Griffey jersey when I was like in the market for a jersey. It's like I don't know if I want to be wearing the number of someone who's younger than me. Oh yeah. That seems that seems to me it's like that seems sad. It does. 
That like, it really does. That you're rocking someone's like someone who's younger than you. Like when you're a kid, you can wear a player's number. Give like me a you, you give me a hot have, take. You, you give me a hot take hopes. about wearing someone's number when they're younger than you. I say the cutoff is 18 years old, or like when you yeah. come to the age that like the players in the league are around your age. That's the cutoff. Like tw- Get by em. the time you are 23 years old, you cannot wear a player's like. It's sad unless unless you are like a personal friend. Family friend, or the don't family no of the don't back away from it. No, no, you keep, can keep them hot. No, no, no. A keep player, these takes players, hot. Players' dads and family friends can wear their number because they're representing someone they know. But if you're a twenty, like you're a thirty year old man, rocking a Taylor Motter jersey for the Mariners, and he's like what twenty three, get him twenty four, get him. That's that's sad. You're sad. You're pathetic. You should be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> it's over. It's over. Just just get just get a big old thing of cheese curds and just sit on the couch and just tuck it in. Hang them up. Pack your bags. You're garbage. 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 You should be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> nice. Good hot take. Thank you. Very good hot take. We're going to send that over to press. Get promos made of that. Oh, yeah. Steve. And just watch Stephen A. Schmidt. Stephen A. Smith's going to talk about that. First Stephen A. Schmidt. Stephen A. Stephen Schmidt. A. Schmidt. <laughs> the poor man. <laughs> okay. The white guy. <laughs> that's getting written down. Drinking bush light. Stephen A. Doing hot takes oh, on about NASCAR. hockey. On NASCAR. <laughs> NASCAR. Stephen A. Schmidt with two T's, too. Yeah. Stephen A. Schmidt. To Stephen A. Schmidt. <laughs> oh. I tell you what, Skip. Ding. <laughs> you don't know what, Skip. Casey Kane. Casey Kane. <laughs> give, me a, give me a Stephen A. Schmidt hot take about Casey Kane. Stephen Kane. A. Schmidt. Casey Kane goes fast and he turns left. All what else he do? Day long. He does it better than any of them going I'll, fast. I'll argue and turning that Earnhardt does better left hand turns going fast. Man, Earnhardt ain't nothing better than his daddy. <laughs> and you know what? He's gonna one day he's gonna meet his daddy's worst enemy. Skip, and that's gonna be the wall. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's a good. That's a now that clap. we've alienated all two of our NASCAR yeah. fans. Thank you, thank you so much uh, for giving us a Stephen A. Schmidt hot take on Casey Kane. Also, to like transition one part of being in the postseason or off season. Yeah. That's always bad. We call like, it the postseason. No, here. really, oftentimes, particularly in these dead points between the draft and then the mini camps and OTAs starting up. There, no new, you're definitely in that grounds of no news is bad news or like no news is good news. News is bad news. News is bad news. News is bad news. And the news for the Seahawks, like other than like player acquisitions, like other yeah. than just like the nuts and bolts is bad news when it comes to players. Like um, one being Frank Clark opening oh. up his big dumb mouth. Uh, yeah, he's pretty. He's got a pretty big, dumb, pretty big mouth. And it's like totally unnecessary, and it, it like I have no idea how he thought like what like you know the tweet that he sent would be a good idea. Yeah, tell everybody what and that was. Yeah, for those who don't know, Frank Clark sent out a tweet a couple nights ago, uh, directed like at literally at one of the report like female reporter. Oh yeah, that's who had right. Written on his DV situation in Ohio when he was playing in college. Did you just burp a little bit? I was channeling Stephen A. Schmidt still. Um, I mean, <laughs> Stephen A. Schmidt burps into the microphone. You can pull the boy out of Stephen A. Schmidt, Schmidt, but you can't pull Stephen A. Schmidt. Cracks open a beer. 
Tell you what, football in my day. Football back in my day. We we ain't have no. We had Terry Bradshaw. That's for sure. Skip. <laughs> Mike Ditka was doing his thing. Mike Ditka was doing his thing. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Montana was in his prime, living in a beach house. Mm-hmm. Well, few minutes from the beach. Love myself some Broadway Joe. <laughs> Skip. I was quoting a, an actual video of a Jacksonville Jaguars fan after the draft last year. Uh, they asked her, like, how like, how did you think that the, the Jacksonville Jaguars did in the draft? She's like, hell, we're doing great. It's, it reminds me of the time back in the 90s when we took it to the limit. Oh, yeah. You showed me this video. <laughs> Take it to the limit. That's gold. That is That's YouTube gold. She's like, I remember them days. I was living in Miami at my beach house. Well, it was a couple minutes from the beach. <laughs> if you haven't looked that up, what should they Google? Uh, Jacksonville Jaguars fan, steal the show. Enjoy. Enjoy that. Fucking enjoy the hell out of it. What's, uh, what else you got on so the docket? So you got Frank Clark. He came out. He stated. Too fast of a transition. I'm, I'm Ease bro- yourself I'm into it. back into it. You're falling back into it. Okay, let's go. Because we, we, we bird walked with Stephen A. Schmidt. <laughs> that was a good bird walk. <laughs> That's a quality bird walk. Forget your hot take earlier. We're going to make the Stephen A. Schmidt the new promo. <laughs> nice. Okay. Uh, what else do you have? So Frank Clark, oh, yeah. Frank Clark. That's why we have to get back to out And he tweets a female reporter on his DV situation in Ohio. Like, ha ha. Like, you're a terrible journalist. Like, you're not going to be long for this job. And when you're unemployed, you can come clean my fish tank. Which is like, and this was like a two-year-old story, right? Yeah, like he's been in the league. Like the last season was his second season, and like the Seahawks drafted him. Regardless, yeah. they like kind of verified his story. They felt like there was some validity behind the fact that like it was just a screaming argument that got escalated, yeah. and like outside parties were the ones that like called the cops, and the situation situation escalated from there. They got their facts on it. Yeah, like they felt confident that he hadn't committed actual domestic violence before bringing him into the fold. Right. Hawks are good. Yeah, no, like the only time they've ever had a whiff of that was Leroy Hill back in 2011, oh. and like he was gone like that, and they've never taken anyone. Like with Joe Mixon this year in the draft, like they had a chance at him. They could have taken him. But that DV over his head, like as John Schneider says, that takes him completely off the board. It's, it's a good policy to have. It uh, is. So, I it's the that's the fault of Twitter. That's the uh, there's a lot of jokes people make that Twitter why they whenever they find a good joke on Twitter they say why is Twitter still free? Mm. You got to pay for that kind of action. <laughs> that might help if people had to pay to be on Twitter. You would have less people because what I feel is, see, uh, Frank Clark had probably had a moment where he was like reflecting like somebody linked him to an article or something like that happened and he got fired up and mm-hmm. you can't help getting fired up but you can help yourself from not speaking out about something that's fired just dwell it's like inside herm, yourself it's like herm edwards says don't hit send don't hit send don't hit send because it would it the instant gratification you get is not worth the long time of speaking your and, mind hold hold that inside and it's a shame because this is an old band-aid mm-hmm New new scar, new mm. scar, old band aid. I don't get that term correct. The oh, it's it's a new band aid, but the scar is old. Yeah, that kind of thing. So he it's it should have been just to build a bridge, man. Get over it. Yep, absolutely. But, but he probably got a little heated with with some sort of situation he was doing. Like, because the thing about a tweet is like you don't get your whole team together. Yeah, and like compose a tweet for me. Mm. 
that's what we found out with our president. He just you, you could tweet we from your shitter. We're in the age of learning about that. At you three can in the tweet morning. while driving. You could tweet right before you go to bed. You can tweet in any mindset that you have. But you got to just be responsible about what you're saying. Understand, like, there's so many contexts. Everything you say, the on, internet does not forget. The internet doesn't give you context to unless you're saying it vocally. There's a lot of language that's being that's that we're losing in this translation of a text printed. Yeah. This is what this says. And it all it needs to do is be up for like two seconds before it's screenshotted and yep. that shit's forever. Uh-huh. All it, takes, all it takes. I mean, for me, I, if I tweet something, nobody's going to see it for like 50 years. <laughs> yeah. But if you're somebody who has somewhat of a celebrity at all, that your name has been uttered by people who've never met or seen you, yep. then you've got a problem. If you send, if you just fire off some sort of like heated moment, I've sent off a lot of bad texts mm-hmm. to, to people I wish I could take back. Mm-hmm. I've learned my lesson. Yeah. If I put something publicly out there that mm-hmm. could ever be looked upon with fresh eyes of look at this situation that this person said online, good God, man, that's what's cool about Facebook right now is you can go back and it says, see your memories. Mm-hmm. Oh, that is such a gold mine of me yeah. deleting things. Mm. Ooh, baby. <laughs> Hell yeah. Forget these memories yeah forget these i'm not doc no one's gonna stumble upon Anytime this ever again of you and your ex like hey remember Ooh, this four years ago yeah remember this don't anymore <laughs> not not today sir not get out of here satan be gone <laughs> satan so frank clark i i mean i'll give him the benefit of the doubt of being just in a heated situation with himself mentally yeah but it's still your actions speak louder than your words mm-hmm. do man use your words not your actions Got to show some maturity, man. You've been in the league two years. Uh-huh. You're a grown ass man. You're a Seattle Seahawks. Millions dude. of dollars. Yep. Got to rep. Got to rep that. Got to rep the shield. Got to protect the shield, as they always say. What other notes do you have for us today? Uh, and then, in a more serious turn of that, oh, uh, Jaren, more serious than yeah. more serious than Frank Clark. If that wasn't bad yelling enough, at somebody via internet. Yep. About hey hey, you I'm gonna put you down. Tank. You yeah. clean my fish tank. Yep. Okay, so we're going to get to something even sadder, something even more real. Something even even worse. Uh, Seahawks second-round draft pick last year, Jaron Reed, defensive lineman, nose tackle out of Alabama. The credentials. Being investigated for domestic violence. Wow. Yep. That's tough, too. It is. So this is a real lull in our episode. It certainly is. And, I mean, it's something that we seem to talk about a lot. I mean... Well, it's. I think it comes with the territory of being... It's something that, that the field. league has still not properly addressed. They made a big showing of it in 2014 uh-huh. when the Ray Rice video broke. But it, the NFL has just constantly proven t- like since that point when they came they brought the hammer down on two players. Yeah. They brought it down on uh they brought it down on Ray Rice like he got he got full brunt of Mjolnir. Oh yeah. And then Adrian Peterson got it kind of for what he did to his yeah, son. Yeah, yeah. But Adrian Peterson is like proves Ray Rice was a player that was already kind of on the outs of the NFL. Like he was in that like last couple like season or two uh-huh. of his career. So he, he like, was Jones some, something something, something that toxic just made it like very easy for teams to be like, Yeah. That's a no for fuck me, dog. It. We're not gonna bring you in. You're, you don't really have much left in the tank anyway. But like Adrian Peterson and Joe Mixon, yeah, guys like that prove that like it if you can fucking play, yeah. NFL don't give a shit how terrible oh, a person yeah. you are. Yeah, it's okay. I mean, like let's let's run through the scenario of Ray Rice is in his second year and mm-hmm. this comes out and you get you get to hear people like justifying it saying you know she said and uh and well 
Yeah. But he's he's still a player. He has such a such a great career. Doesn't ahead of everyone him. deserve a second chance? Doesn't everybody deserve a second chance? Yeah. The action should be loud enough for everybody. No, Frey Rice was still putting up twelve hundred yard seasons yeah. Yeah. before if the video the, came out. If the out. Ravens were still going to the playoffs. Yeah, no, he he'd still be playing. If Joe Flacco was an elite quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that old can of worms. That old can of worms. Uh yeah. It, so just the people and Adrian Peterson yeah, what <laughs> I I think it's great that the NFL does have this prime example with Ray Rice. He is the poster child mm-hmm. for, look at this. Yeah. Look at this. Look at yourself. But it just feels like it just feels like a symbolic gesture. It is. With it's such a like hollow gesture. They're like we fucking brought the hammer down. Like we this guy did hasn't it. Hasn't had a chance to do anything. So everybody else, nobody else is going to do it. Out. And then like just two years later, you're already like that proves how hollow a gesture that was it is adrian peterson's with the saints yep like he came back last season and then like played a little bit but got hurt uh-huh. like that's why it's easy to forget the fact that like yeah no he was totally allowed to come back in and play but if ray rice was on his way out because he was still putting up good numbers but he was the running back for mm-hmm. baltimore i feel like same for peterson with the coming off of an injury he's kind of on his way out no one still can stop him. With, He's on his way got, Still got to deal with the Saints. Still somehow managed to get to, to lock in the uh, the superstar team that would have been five years ago. Yeah. And Joe Mixon uh, running back out of uh, Cincinnati. Yeah. Who picked him up? Oh, Kansas City? Uh, Cincinnati picked him up. Oh, that's – yeah. You just you – just, Yeah. So they – and he – like he – his video is as damning as Ray Rice's. And I have not seen it. I have it's not seen it. It's not I've, any better. It's not Eddie Vedder. It's not Eddie Vedder. Like he gets pushed by a woman who's half his size, yeah. and then just hauls right the fuck off and decks her. The have you watched the thirty for thirty of the U? It's it may have come across your mm-hmm. your uh, in, yeah, yeah. New, Netflix. 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 Yeah, mm-hmm. the, there's just a piece in there. I want to say it's like Antron Roll is saying like somebody somebody from the U was saying that they wanted. The NFL wants bad guys, and yeah. they were the bad guys. They were just they were, they were talking about gun In, violence that that would yeah. happen. Like they would be like going home to their they were going home, and they would be like mm-hmm. have guns in the locker room because like protection. Yep. They're that's the guys they were. That was the culture they came. up That in. was the cu- culture they came up in, and that uh, so they wanted the bad guys who were able to hit hard and be aggressive mm-hmm. and mean, but they didn't want that part of it. Well, there's also the concept of heel and face, like in oh. res- the pro wrestling. You have your face, which is the good guy that yeah. everyone likes, yeah. and then you have your heel, which is the bad guy oh. that does underhanded, sneaky shit that you're supposed to hate. Okay, I've never heard that. Yeah, that's a good term. That's that's an old showman's concept from like very old in like professional wrestling. Okay, they're like either you're a heel or you're a face, and the NFL sells that since NFL started the NFL Network. And became this 365, 24-7 entertainment product. Yeah. Like, you need something to talk about. So you talk about the bad stuff now, too. You can talk about the bad stuff now, too. I mean, look how much look how much mileage we've gotten out of it. Really, though? Out of the past Are y'all surprised? Y'all surprised we're still doing a, a radio show here yeah. in May? Yep. It's May. There's always something to talk Ain't about. shit happening. Ain't- other than, like, at this point in the offseason... No news is good news, and we got news, so we got bad news. <laughs> this is a bad math problem. Yep. And and just like, just kind of wrap this up. It show it's endemic of the problem at large with the NFL, 
which me like constantly time and time again has sent the message of if you can play it doesn't matter how terrible a person you are unless you're a person who does drugs that's their one line in the sand unless you do drugs unless you do drugs oh man i hate roger goodell so much ricky williams (laughs) and today's topic oh today's hottest topic drop the bomb josh gordon will like boom reinstate reinstatement to the nfl denied Denied. He could have reappeal in the fall. Yes. Because Josh Gordon does drugs. Josh Gordon smokes weed. Is and that it, though? Is no, no, no. It's not. Okay. He does have a DUI on his record. Doesn't Bruce Irvin? Uh, nope. Doesn't Alden Smith? Yes. Several. Two? And got weapons charge? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And drugs. And Malcolm Floyd? Yeah, or I mean, there's, Michael lot, Floyd or there's Ma- lots Michael of Floyd. players. That Michael Floyd, who DUI'd DUIs. his way to a Super mm-hmm. Bowl title? Yes. Yeah, no. An asterisk on that roster. You got Marshawn Lynch, technically, mm-hmm. who was driving a dr- a bu- like a van drunk to uh, to, to his party football, city to his, to his football camp in Oakland for the kids. <laughs> but they got that they got that one to go down to a negligent driving. So <laughs> you know, no suspension. Da, 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 da. Football make sports makes a hypocrite out of everyone. It's such a bad. Uh, such, uh, but it's just like it's that juxtaposition like josh gordon has tested dirty so many times just like guys like ricky williams yeah. uh pac-man jones yeah but i mean he got over that and has way more other issues but like yeah it's that's that seems human. to be like the one hard and fast line in the sand that the nfl draws and particularly it's when it comes, yeah when it comes to the marijuana issue these guys aren't like doing blow and going out of the field and I'm gonna like I'm tying three points into this one. Three points. Oh my god, this is quite the bow. Oh yeah, I'm I've I'm bridging on bridges here. I'm Jeff Bridges right now. Uh, Drop and the take. That would be that the NFL Players Association is bringing a lawsuit against the league for painkiller abuse. Yes, <laughs> and which has been a story for f- so long. It's been so long that this has happened, like, that this has been a story, and now it's allowed, like, it's finally moving forward. And it's something that, like, if you're the slightest knowledgeable sports fan that's not just, like, bl- like blindly turning it, like, yeah. it's like, ah, la, 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 <laughs> I don't know, though, what's happening? Like, it's, like, the NFL churns out guys like Ryan Leaf, who got caught robbing a fucking pharmacy for pain what? pills. Yeah. Former number two overall pick for the Cardinals, Washington State. No, he oh. played for the, the that's, Chargers. That's the blue I'm thinking of. He is was the, is the Washington yeah, State. He was Cougar. Yeah, he was the Washington State Cougar. Had Peyton Manning not been in the same draft as him, like there was serious talk in like the 1998 offseason. Like if this was like March of 1998 yeah. on Sports Center, if he turned in right now, uh, it would they'd be like, who should the Colts take? Should it be? Tennessee's Peyton Manning or Washington State University's Ryan Leaf. Yeah, the way like Lonzo Ball and whatever his name. And there'd be people <laughs> arguing about that shit, which in like in 2017 now, almost 20 years in the future, is fucking absurd because one guy shat the bed all over his career and like <laughs> is now giving speech like motivational speeches about like Crazy. the hazards of drug abuse and the other one owns 40 Papa John's. <laughs> and it's gonna go. It has won two has, Super Bowls, yeah. a Mercy Super Bowl, and like one he still didn't deserve. Won two of four Super Bowls. Two of four. He's batting five hundred in Super, Super Bowls. Bowls. That's not good. You want to be batting a hundred? Nah, Brady's only like six fifty. So he lost two. He's lost two one five. Wow. 
fun five. But the crazier the number from like one through mm-hmm. four, the wilder the, the wilder it is. The yeah. better the batting average. You Absolutely. know what I mean? Yeah, those <laughs> if someone's really batting five hundred, you kind of question it. If someone's batting six fifty, you're like, oh. Tell me more. When they've been <laughs> to the plate like 50 times so far this <laughs> yeah, season. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's had so many opportunities. Well, LeBron is uh, two for four. Uh, let's see. Yeah. Two, he lost one, one, he lost one to San Antonio. Yep. One, two with the Heat. One, oh, so three. So he's three for five. Three for five. Yeah. Yeah. Man, oh man! I wish I wish we had a basketball team so I could have a reason to talk basketball to anybody. That's coming. It's that's wait for bird walk, man. Oh, we got bird walks every week. There's a bird walk about the stadium, but I don't see no goddamn shovels in no goddamn grounds, no that's goddamn true. logos hanging from no goddamn banners. It's coming though. Seattle City Council, they're wrapping shit up. They're, they're gonna take a vote soon. They're just jerking us off still. They are. They're saying, hey, but, hey no, the, hey, hey, the, hey, this, hey, this, hey, look at this thing. Hey, there, this we signed this permit thing. Mm-hmm. Hey, this guy has a contract built up. Hey, hey, this, this building might be sold to somebody. Hey, this, hey, this, hey, hey. It's never gonna happen, and I'll believe it when everybody stops talking about it. Right, bring we'll back the arena. <laughs> Hashtag bring back the arena. Hashtag bring back the Sonics. Until they come home. <laughs> bring our boys back home. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so back to like the, the NFL PK lawsuit. Good to see it happen because you've heard about that shit so much. I mean, Brett Favre has been a former player to come out and say like, yeah, it was really hard to transition from being a player. Like when you're getting tore it all and all these really high-strength painkillers, yeah. and you're living on, like, you know, scripts of, you know, you're taking upwards of four to 500 Percocet <sighs> a month just so you can pack, practice and suit up on Sundays. And then you go to being just a regular guy after you retire, and you go to your regular doctor, and you're like, yeah, we're going to give you 60 Percocet to make it through the, one, through the month when you're taking, like, 100 a week. The game needs to adapt. Absolutely. <clears throat> What if the game became like a quarterback by committee? Like every person mm-hmm. had expand the rosters, expand the roster. Five active, ge- like forty-five game day active roster. You split that up to like sixty, sixty-five. It's only right. Mm-hmm. It's only uh, the it's it's the logical except for such a game that's so physical. The, it, with with like with baseball, you're just doing a lot of physical activity. Mm-hmm. You're not doing collisions. You're using a lot of muscles. Man, there's baseball players that have gotten bro- gone broke from addiction issues after they. Oh, very left true. The league too, but that's it's not the standard. It's not. It's 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 the style of the lifestyle. Mm-hmm. This the lifestyle of being under the lights. Being a lot of a lot of people that work a cashier job deal with the same demons. Mm-hmm. It's you're not immune from dealing with that kind of problematic inside your head, but. Yeah, but it's more common you're not inside of, of like Percocet to do your cashier job, whereas like you know, your most everyone in the NFL lives off something at least. Well, true, this is true, but it, in your duties as a cashier, you're not exposed to that. Mm. But in 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 the line of field of of football and sports, you're more exposed to pain. There's so pressure. There's pressure. You got to go out and play. There's only 16 games every season. That's your life. 19 if you're lucky. And football is so extreme. Mm-hmm. You, it's like Justin Forsett coming back to our boy yeah. Forsett retiring. Yeah, Forsett. He compared playing uh, a football game as to like feeling like the on the Monday after, like you just went through three or four car crashes. Wow! In a day. Wow. Yeah. 
That's a lot of Imagine how sh- like everyone, most everyone's been in a car crash or two. Mm-hmm. You know how shitty you feel and how much everything hurts for a couple, like weeks, two weeks, if not, like if you're not seriously injured, just like, you know, a 25 mile an hour fender bender and the whiplash from that. Like imagine that like it, three or four times in one day and then you got to go do it again in six, like if it's if you're playing on Sunday and you have a Thursday night game, you gotta do that again in four days. Is the NFL sustainable? What's the expiration date? I think the game's gonna change. There's a lot of like theories on what it will become. Whether it become more like flag football, whether it become more like arena football, um, which is just more about like the passing game, less so of, like the brutal running game and tackling. Um, our eyes are so heavily on the NFL more than ever. The more sci-fi, like futuristic thing is instead of 22 men on a field, you have 22 men in individual rooms and rigs. Oh, no. Playing that's VR stu- headsets that's and like stupid. you have the product on that's the field. That's never going to happen. Based off that, of what's actually happening. The league happening. will fall apart before they adapt to that kind of technology. I mean, you could get robots out on the field. Robots? As like avatars of real athletes. That might be your closest representation. Um, I would never watch the game ever again if that was the case. That'd be kind of cool. I'd watch it still. Uh, we are rounding third, heading to home. Mm-hmm. Baseball term. Uh, um, in terms of like, just kind of like bullet points of the bullets. news. Uh, Pete Carroll has been on, do, did his radio rounds last week during the draft. One of the big talking points there was the Sherman trading talks are over. It's said. Benito. Ain't happening. Cool. Ain't happening this year, at least. And everything's kumbaya. Sherman's been all over the gram. Uh, <laughs> Thomas and Chancellor have been all over the gram. Pictures with each other. Sherman was hanging out with yeah. everyone on birthday weekend. Yeah, it's I all it's that. all about how they're pumping up, getting ready we're for the season. Up, we're getting ready for the season, bro. Yeah, so it's, it's that one seems that hatchet's buried. What um, else we got? We got Vegas numbers. It's kind of an exciting story. Oh, the you know the Vegas numbers for the Patriots are another perfect season. Yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't that be something if there was another perfect season for the Pats in Tom Brady's and we era? Get to, we get to piss all over it. I hope. No, it's got to be. That it's got to be Eli Manning. Well, I mean, he's he he's not the hero that we want. He'd just be <laughs> the one that we deserved. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so Vegas is smiling favorably on the Hawks. Um, it, you know, if everything plays out the way they see it, Hawks will be looking at another number one seed, number one seed, home field advantage throughout the playoffs. Every time that's happened, Super Bowl trip. We punch our ticket to the SB. Big one. The SB Awards. Back in in, in the great nation of Georgia this it's year. It's going to be at the Dome? It's oh, no, be, the new stadium. The new stadium. Whoa. That's what happens when you put up a new stadium. I cannot wait for us to just Oh, wait, no, us. it's in Minnesota this year. Minnesota? Yeah, next year it's going to be Atlanta. So, too, like, yeah, Minnesota's Minnesota, in the new stadium now, yeah, too. Yeah, they got their new stadium, so they get their Super Bowl. Everybody got these new stadiums. Are we still got Dumb Old Quest or CenturyLink or Seahawks Stadium, whatever it's called now. Fuck it. I love it. Don't ever tear it down. Yeah, it's good. It's good. It's going to live forever. And you know what? Seattle's so recyclable. Mm-hmm. Like what? What they would never, they would never get rid of another stadium. They're like, no, we're gonna, we're gonna sink our. Well, feet especially if like if the Soto Arena go, popping back to that a little bit yeah. becomes like if that gets greenlit and that becomes what happens, like you've set a whole new precedent of how you have to like finance a, a stadium in Seattle. Yeah. Because CenturyLink and Safeco field, like taxpayer money went into that. Like you and I are paying off Safeco field. Washington our, taxpayers and, and, or King County. Yeah, Washington and King County. 
Because oh. Washington State, you know, whatever taxes you go That's through, so through the yeah. items you buy on yeah. sales tax yeah. go to the general yeah, yeah, fund, yeah, and yeah, the yeah. general fund pays off yeah. stadiums. Yeah. And uh, the Soto Arena is like one of the only arena deals in the past 60 years where it's like, we're going to pay for the whole thing. No taxpayer money whatsoever. So if like the Soto Arena comes up, like you're, it's going to be really hard for people to try and sell anything else in Seattle because you already got like you got your cake. You got the sweetest deal. Yeah, yeah. you already got the sweetest deal. Um, but terms back to Vegas numbers for the Vegas Seahawks. numbers. Hit me with them. Oh yeah, you Seahawks are only uh, only not the favorites in three games, uh, and only favored to lose in two games this season. Week one against Green Bay and week sixteen against the Dallas Cowboys. And that's that's gonna change because Prescott's gonna have a sophomore slump. Ezekiel Elliott's gonna get caught with like three pounds of cocaine. It's gonna be marijuana. Cocaineawana. Cocaineawana. The new while York, driving intoxicated. The new shocking drug that your mom posts about on Facebook. <laughs> Kids <laughs> are doing cocaineawana. You just it's a little it. patch they put on their arm. It gets you high fee as hell. Um, but no. So, Anything else? Anything uh, else you got on there? One game. Pick them. Against the New York Giants, week six. So, if anything, that indicates that even if they lose the pick'em, that'd be a thirteen and three season, good enough for number one seed. Very good. Enough. That's a trip to Minnesota. What else you got on the list? Anything else? Any league, final topics? League wide. Okay. Um, just one last topic. One last topic. Are you sure? Wait. One last topic. Positive. One last topic. One last topic. Okay. And we're wrapping it up. This is our bird walk for okay. the for the night. Bird walk. Bird walk. Bird walk. Bird walk. Uh, we got a new head ref in the NFL, new head honcho, oh. new big kahuna. Okay, <laughs> because Landino his, has left. He is left. He's pieced. He's got a TV deal with CBS. Mm-hmm. He's going to cash them checks, get that cush job. It only took like 24 hours for that to happen. Yeah. Uh, well, I, it pro- probably happened him. like 12 weeks before he mm-hmm. announced he was. Okay. But yeah, Alver- Alberto Riveron. Alberto Riveron. Ooh. Who is the new head NFL referee? He played. He was a ref from 2007 to 2012. Then moved into some more administrative duties. And now he's back. Uh, he daddy's back. He did the uh, AFC Championship game of Baltimore versus. He was the head ref for that crew. Uh, Baltimore versus New England, when Baltimore went and beat um, San Francisco in the Super Bowl. Oh yeah. So he's got a little bit of a history. That's why Joe Flacco's elite. That's why. Because only Peyton or Eli Manning and Joe Flacco can beat him in playoffs. <laughs> it's the only ones. And uh, so, yeah, Alberto Reveron and his, like, the big crowning achievement of his tenure as head ref is going to be, um, and a very exciting change for myself, is the NFL is going to be uh, completely centralizing the replay system, like in oh, baseball. Oh, no. What do you mean, oh, no? Like in baseball, it goes back to New York. Yeah, and you get a pretty impartial like judgment on it. The NFL is going to be doing the same thing. For Hockey me, he does it too. I would much rather have it be like a, a faceless entity in New York that doesn't seem to be as biased as what's going on on the field, and like going under the he- going under the hood. It's still going to take like a thousand camera. hours. It it moves much faster. They've been doing it with scoring plays for a while now. Like they just decided to expand it to all plays that need like a replay. I hope it works. I think it will. Alberto Riveron, I hate your kind. <laughs> <laughs> Officials, zebras, yeah. <laughs> uh, Market zebras, not 
Uh, I hope that your rule is fair and just, or else you'll you will feel my wrath on Twitter. And for that, I'm Tay Rob. I'm Zach. Thanks for listening. This is Hawks of a Feather. Catch us on the Facebook. Catch us on the iTunes. Catch us on the SoundCloud. That's been it. Go Hawks. Bye. All right, Taylor. So Hawks of a Feather is an Anything But Quality production. Yes, sir. And it's recorded by you and I. Tay Rob. And Zach. Um, and we're recorded here at the Moss Isley Cantina Production Studio. In Mount Vernon, Washington. If you need to reach us, you can contact us at hawksofafeather at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. <laughs>